We're just too powerful. Exactly. <laughs> Hi. Hi, everybody. So uh, let me introduce you to somebody that is super dear to my heart. She's an amazing woman. She's, um, her name is Samantha Bryan, and she's the producer and creator of a project that I really find like mind-blowing it's amazing the scarlet scarlet um, project hi Sam. hi thank you for having me thanks for chatting with me i'm honored oh it's such a pleasure so the scarlet Tongue project it's a project that speaks about an issue that i find so fascinating and that's the reason why i invited Sam, which is female anger so I would really like you to tell us a little more about this project. Yeah, so the Scarlet Tongue Project is how born um, the social taboo of anger as, ex as it's expressed by women in different cultures around the world, um, told through art. Um, anger is so often a dangerous emotion for those of us socialized as women to express and um, you know, just in our day-to-day -day lives. And so artists have this privilege of being able to change the format and expand the format for, for language, language and expression and, and channel it that way and release it that way. Yeah, basically I'm traveling around the world and asking different political artists, you know, how they do what they do and why they do what they do and how it affects their audiences. I love that. I love that so much, especially because I, I have lived that firsthand, like in my own life and seeing, witnessing the life of my, my clients or my people. How anger feels like an emotion that it's almost punished, especially on women. Right? We have seen how, our, uh, I don't know, uh, sport people, uh, politicians, if they are female and they dare to show their anger, they are immediately uh, judge as incompetent whilst if a man shows the same emotion he's like praised as a great leader mm -hmm. why do you think that happens? oh because like the traditional role of a woman right is to be seen but not heard she's supposed to be beautiful and passive and subservient and you know it's she's supposed to be pleasing right in all ways she's supposed to make you feel good whether it's as a partner like a romantic sexual partner she's supposed to make you feel live and excited and happy and warm and confident about yourself and then as a mother you know she's supposed to be nurturing and comforting and soft and you know the one who takes care of you and the one who's always okay so she can tend to your needs and you know even even as a even as a child right for women who are children and and this goes to all women and uh i meant to mention that earlier um of girls as children you know we're supposed to be obedient you know the girls are being trained to grow up and make a man happy make their employer happy make the world happy ultimately make their future children happy so little girls are you know beginning of that so they're supposed to immediately be sparkly little fae and they're delicate and they're sweet and they're whimsical and always obedient and they're just like their mother isn't it so cute the way that they 
clean up for everyone else and they want to make dinner all the time and they're three years old and they're already so comforting of the other family members who might need therapy you know so it's like this regardless of the age you know whether it's a child or you know a young woman a woman in the middle of her life and even you know the grandmother archetype it's always where we're nurturing we're comforting we're, we're calming we're, so yeah, yeah. So anger, there's no place for anger in that, right? Yeah. Like, so why would we, like, why why in, in that kind of society with that kind of pressure, where is there room for us to say no? Where's there room for us to say, I don't like that. Where is there room for us to say, like, that needs to change now, and this is how. So and if we do, we are judged. Like we are problematic, we are crazy, we are insane. Look how crazy she got! Like there is a huge judgment around a woman who dares to be even just uh, clear about her boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's. I mean, crazy is my favorite one, right? It's always <laughs> crazy. Like I was talking to my partner the other day, and I was like, all of us are someone's crazy ex, right? <laughs> you know, and. Um, So, you know, crazy is my favorite one. You know, you're hysterical or if you say, no, I don't like that. It's not, oh, I'm not upsetting you. It's something in your past that has nothing to do with me is upsetting you. You're just hysterical and crazy now. Um, it's one of my responses to a woman's anger. But also, Hormonal. <laughs> yeah. But they also like to tell women, and not just men, women tell other women this, right? We've internalized it. We tell women that, oh no, what you feel isn't anger. Right? Like anger is a secondary emotion for you, woman or little girl. You feel sad. You feel confused. You feel afraid. You don't really feel angry. Dig deeper. Like pretty deeply. Like this is a boundary. I'm angry. That that's it. <laughs> and you're not following that. So now I'm confused. And now I'm sad because I have to let this go. And like, you know, so yeah, complicated. Yeah, that resonates so much. I have heard that so often that I have even internalized it at some point, right? That, you know, maybe behind my anger, there is fear. But maybe it's just anger because somebody fucking broke my boundaries and I need to, to create healthy boundaries. And there's something with my anger saying, okay, this is not right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some of the most valuable information I got, because when I first started this project, um, more full-time, and I was being typecast in roles where I was, uh, like, super villains, right? And I was on stage screaming and being violent and being very big and ferocious and scary, and women would write to me and say, seeing a woman be able to express anger the way you do is very inspiring. And I was like, oh, great. So I started looking around for other women who are expressing anger in a very expressed way and using rage and anger interchangeably. Mm -hmm. Flew out to California and I interviewed this woman, Carla McLaren, she's amazing. She's an empath and um, she's a licensed social worker. Ooh, I don't know, master's in education at least, I don't know. But she wrote this book, look her up. She wrote this book, Language of Emotions, and it changed my life. So I flew out to California and I sat interviewed her and I asked her I was like what's anger just tell me what anger is base level and she told me you know anger is just your body recognizing that a 
boundary has been violated or bumped up against. It looks different from rage because anger can just be like, no, we're not doing that. No, no, thank you. That's not going to work. I don't like this. Could you please step back? That's fine. You know, whatever it is. Um, and I think part of why we've grown to be afraid of anger is because we confuse it with rage, which is a different emotion. Yeah. Right? We're like, you know, they talk about anger. It's like, no, don't talk about anger because anger means throwing things and screaming things and breaking things and saying horrible things to hurt people and da da da. da. And that's that's something else that can come from a place of anger, but that's not the essence of like truly grounded, rooted anger. Um, anger is just can just be no, you know. And rage is fear infusing the situation. And then that feeling of needing to like violently protect yourself, which is valid. Yeah. <laughs> How much could this rage be just fear, uh, anger and fear that we're not seen in the right moment, right? That we're not respected because we are so accustomed to just allowing and allowing and allowing until we can't take it, take it anymore. And that's when it comes out as rage and not yeah. just healthy anger. Right, of course, because it builds so much. And, and you know, often when I'm feeling very angry, I'm in a rage, you know, I'm like, okay, what's under this? What's under this? Like, and it's not that what I'm feeling is invalid. It's like, what's the message behind this? Yeah. And what comes up for me a lot when I'm in a rage, when I really check in and I'm like, what is this voice asking me right now? Or what is this voice saying to me right now? And so often what comes back to me is, oh my God, not again. Hmm so rarely like oh this one isolated incident is upsetting me to like level 11 right now it's oh my god am i back oh my god is this going to happen again oh my god am i going to be able to protect myself this time so it's always like a repeated violation that causes the rage right you think about what we see in the news these horrific events and like or just like this again more of this like it's you know what i mean it's it's and it's shock and it's like when is the injustice going to end spun ourselves into a rage for good reason but yeah usually that's from a, a repeated violation wow that makes all the sense in the world yeah. uh, but then you also found something that i think it's so interesting you found that being too much in anger mm. was kind of draining Yeah. And eventually you took it to another layer, to another step that I'm loving, which is the holy trinity of anger. Could you tell <laughs> us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So in all the research I did with this project and all the different people I spoke with, um, I learned that anger anger is a response, right? Like I said before, it's it's your body and your mind's response to you're violated. And it's it's just a signal. That's all anger is. And that's really all any emotion is, right? It's just a signal. So with any signal saying like, okay, this is what's happening. It's time to like create action around this. Like that's all it is. And then it's done. And then you let it pass. And so in essence, anger is not meant to hold on to it's just waving its hand and letting you know what's going on and it's like cool so i'm gonna like light a fire under your ass so this thing gets taken care of because we're not okay with it see you later um you know and it's enough to like cause like an adrenaline response so you get going you take action you protect yourself and then you move on and 
and then you let go, right? And uh, and I guess I'll get back to that. Um, but what I started finding before I came to the conclusion that letting go was important is um, a lot of the women I was speaking with battled a lot of illness due to chronic anger. And this is really tricky with women because, and I think you probably read this in my blog, letting go and forgiving are concepts and things said to us um, uses gaslighting. Um, you Absolutely, know. especially in the time of new age in which everything it's like, oh, this is just reflected something about you. Just let go. You should forgive. You should forgive. Yeah. It's like you don't really get to feel the whole the whole boundary and you don't really get to make a change and that just feels like like the spiritual bypass right no sister i didn't hurt you this is a projection and like we're just trying to keep the vibration high so you just need to like let it go because we're not about that i'm like no but like you stole my shit like can we not mm, but like does anything belong to any of us you know what i mean so anyway that's like one <laughs> example but I was I was afraid of the phrase let go and I was afraid of the concept of forgiveness because the way it's used to gaslight women, um, especially women towards one another, especially white women towards women of color, you know, oh, just let it go. Namaste. Do a downward dog. It'll be fine. Like, why are you so worked up? Um, and so I was like, OK, we're not letting go. Like, nope, that is a violation that's used to hurt women. We're not letting go. We're going to be angry as long as we want to be angry forever. Ugh! You know, like, let go is not a part of our vocabulary at this school. Um, so I found, because I was on that level, and that's what I was looking for, so many women I was speaking with were suffering from diseases, um, illnesses, and other chronic problems from chronic anger because they couldn't let go. Um, they're stuck in trauma or they're just so raw from repeated violations. So always angry, always holding on or constantly being exposed to anger and rage around them. So maybe they're not necessarily the ones expressing it, but they're being the recipients always and they don't have their boundaries set. So they're just getting that constantly and being pummeled by it. And so many women had stories of symptoms of whatever illnesses they had or have only arising after such a long time of chronic anger. Because when you think about it, right? Like, okay, a boundary is being violated. So you react, anger causes you to react. That's a stress response. And you go online and you research like the long-term impacts of what stress does to your body, at least a lot of illness and disease. And so it just naturally made sense after a while that if we don't find some space to let go of our anger sometimes it's gonna take us out and we're not going to be able to get angry at anything anymore our bodies are going to shut down our minds are going to shut down we're going to get muddy and murky and cloudy and like just get to a point of burnout where it's like we're just going to lock ourselves down and just be like i i can only have happy things things and then we we flip it right we're like you can't ever get angry at me because i'm fragile because i burnt out on anger so like only love and light and happiness like, ooh, you know what i mean then we turn into that thing that we were afraid of we turn into that thing that people did to us um 
So I realized in all of this, like, in order for our anger to stay, along with our intuition, right? In order for our anger to stay sharp and effective, we need to use it as this beautiful tool that it is and not abuse it. Um, so kind of in order to continue to get angry, you need to be able to let some of it go occasionally. Absolutely, to process it. Fresh and can you can get angry again because we live in a global society right now where if we give a fuck, we can't afford to not get angry. We have to get angry because we have to do something. But we have to take breaks because otherwise we're going to stop doing anything. You know? Absolutely. Right, yeah. so the letting go the way I saw it, right? Well, so the whole right? The first step is acknowledge that you're angry, right? Like have, have the courage and the bravery and, and the insight, which takes a lot of work, actually. It's not that simple. It takes a lot of work, of course, as you know, as a coach and, you know, someone who's been through the training you've been through, like it takes a lot of work to be able to like go in and identify like, oh, I'm angry and be able to say that and all like the, the fear and the conditioning around that, right? And to welcome it because there is so much to just say, okay, this emotion has a reason to be and it's welcome. It's, I'm not crazy, I'm not mad, I'm not problematic. I'm just being abused at some level and this anger is welcome and that just makes a shift right away. Yeah, yeah, and that's such a necessary first step. So just the acknowledgement and nothing else, right? And then the second stage of anger in this three-step cycle is action. And that could be individual action. That can just be saying, okay, I am going to create this boundary now. Like this thing happened because anger is relational. Um, so whether it's like, ooh, I hurt myself. Hey, self, I'm saying that boundary. Or like, hey, I hurt this person or that person hurt me. I'm setting this boundary with you. Um, so it could be an individual action you know, with like one-on-one -on -one and whatever, or it can be like a larger action. It can be more macro. So it's like, I'm angry. I'm angry that like, I've noticed everyone in my life is experiencing this. I'm noticing that everyone who's a part of my marginalized demographic is experiencing this. Like I'm going to rally. I'm going to create change. I'm going to find others. So action is getting the word out there. It's doing something about it, whether you're meeting other people or you're meeting yourself, just getting something done. Right. Um, Absolutely. It's just like any emotion. There is the word motion involved in there. So it invites movement. It invites either, well, both inner movement and outer movement, right? like creating a change, at least yeah. up, to your, up, up to your level, because we can't change the world, but we can mm -hmm. change our surroundings, our world. Yeah. I love that. In emotion, there's the word motion. I love that. That's the best way to put it. Can I use that? Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. I'll credit you. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. I'm going to write that down. I'll come back to that um, on my own time. Thank you. Um, and then, you know, the last phase, right? So we got action. We No, we have acknowledgement. We have action. And then the last part is letting go. And the letting go I'm starting to tell people is not is not the outdated concept of letting go. It's not, oh, I don't care. Oh, I'm over it. Oh no, I'm gonna rise above this. You know, it's like not all the things that women have been told to do to make everyone else comfortable. Um, not all the things we've been told to do to ourselves to be in denial that things are unfair and unjust and violent. Um, 
to me, letting go is, it's an act of self-love, right? Because we don't know what the rest of the world wants with us. We can't guarantee what anyone else is gonna do to us. We can only control ourselves. And even that so far, right? As we're growing and evolving, we're constantly changing and learning more about ourselves. So to me, letting go, the most important part of that is trusting yourself. And to let go is being able to say, like, I did everything I could. I did everything I could in my power to acknowledge that this was going on and action what I need to, you know, to the best of my abilities with the resources I have and the support I have. Um, I trust myself that I did everything I could, you know. Um, I love that. And you, you know, you did everything you can and then you just have to like kind of take your hands off. And then if there's a voice in the back of your head that's like, but you didn't do everything. You need to talk to this person, you connect with that person, you need to do this thing. But then it's like, okay, well then my action step's not done. So let me keep working until I feel like I've done everything I can. And when you feel yourself getting into that burnout place, let's say you're like trying to do something with a larger organization, right? And like, there's so much frustration when you work with a larger organization trying to create change because you're like, I've done everything I can and this thing isn't happening anymore. Like, it's not happening. I've done everything, right? And you can't let go. You're so angry because you're not seeing the results. It's trusting in yourself to find the people who can carry it further beyond you, you know? But like finding that place where you've like actually done everything you can and you can be like, fuck yeah, I'm awesome. Maybe I don't know as much as someone else who could take this further, but I'm gonna find that person and then like just hand it off and like, trust myself that I've done everything I can to make this change and then just like just let it go for like a minute and that doesn't mean forget even because it becomes wisdom right forgetting but it's just releasing yourself from that cortisol releasing yourself from that constant stress response um and that doesn't make the bad things go away it just lets your body regenerate and refresh so that when the next thing comes up you're ready Ah, I love that so much and I find that it's so useful because we can create some changes but there are things that we cannot change for example in case of abuse or I don't know I got my cat poisoned I mean I cannot get my cat back into aliveness and I cannot get the people that got him poisoned but I can get uh, I, I don't know I can create that change in my the consciousness of the people around me why it's important to treat animals with care how can i take care of animals differently yeah. just it, it it doesn't release the whole pain it becomes emotion it becomes wisdom just as you said but it mm -hmm. helps feeling a little bit like soothing soothing down the, the mm -hmm. rage so that it doesn't become like this ever ever burning fury and it can just cool down Right. And, and it, um, another way I like to phrase it is like, it's, it's a moment of allowing yourself to be multifaceted. It's a moment of allowing yourself to open those little cracks, to feel things and experiencing things in your life other than anger, right? Because like, what is anger saying? Like something needs to be built, built something needs to be changed. And then at a certain point when you're angry all the time, it's like, well, what am I fighting for? Well, I'm fighting for a better life. Okay, so find a way to have moments of feeling like you're living a good life 
so that whatever you're fighting for is worth it. Because if you never get to taste even a little bit of the life you're fighting for, you're gonna lose sight, you know? And then you're just fighting to fight and then you're just spinning out and, and nothing's getting done at a certain point. So it's like, you deserve to feel joy. You deserve to feel pleasure. And so by allowing yourself these moments to breathe, you're letting in, you're letting in the things that make it worth it for you to fight and advocate for yourself and advocate for the people you love in the first place. So balance. I love that. I love that. And I mean, I would just like to add the importance of acknowledging how it is stays in the body because you just you just mentioned how women that have stayed anger for a long time, they they have even gotten sick, right? So it's like it actually becomes a physical symptom. It, it becomes, you know, when we're too angry, we can feel the stomach burning and we can feel like like our heart just beating faster. And it's just, it becomes something very physical. So uh, one, one thing I would totally suggest uh, uh, would be uh, for the people watching, to incorporate movement. Some angry dancing does the job. Some, some stomping, some some punching the air or punching a, a, a martial arts, uh, punching back or taking martial arts classes. Just allow your body to express and let go that that because such a powerful energy that is not enough to just deal with it in an in an intellectual level. Yeah, no, I mean that's absolutely true. Like you've talked me through those exercises, and they work. They work because it's the thing is like when when something like this comes up for you, right? Like it's not it's not enough to just spin around up here. Like you know, like your whole body needs to get online to be able to cycle that through. And and you know, we all have different ways of moving and abilities and, and you know how far we can reach, um, but just using as much of ourselves that's that's accessible to move that through and getting out of our heads as much as possible. Like you talked me through exercises and it's so interesting, right? Because you talked me through those exercises and I went through them and I got angry and I like, it was just so cathartic and incredible. And I came out of it and I had such an immense clarity. And it was like, I wasn't not angry anymore, but I was like, well, now I know what I'm angry about. Like I'm ready to move through to the next phase. Like I have this clarity now. I'm gonna speak to these people now. I'm gonna make these changes. Like, okay, and then like, right? That's when the trust comes in. Where it's like, well, I, now I know what I need to do, and I trust myself to get that done. Okay, when can I do that? Tomorrow? I have to do that tomorrow. Great. So tonight, I'm gonna eat something delicious. Spend time with someone I love. Remember that like my life has value and meaning. And then, like, tomorrow I'm bitching someone out. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Yes, it's so important. I love yeah. that. It gives you, it's not like you stop being angry, you just stop feeling the, the physical symptoms of having anger stuck in your body, which is so... Right. right. Yeah, of course. And and I, I found, too, and I'm not, you know, I'm not a therapist and I'm not a trauma specialist, so I couldn't speak to this in much depth, but... Um, just through my lived experience and my research with this project is chronic anger will keep you in a trauma loop. I've, I've spoken to way too many women 
where I've had to stop asking them, why are you angry? Like in an interview or at an event or anything, I've had to stop asking them about their anger um, because their trauma comes up. It, it's a trigger um, and, and trauma and anger are not necessarily like linked foundationally, but anger will protect your trauma. And like, so if you're chronically angry, you're, you're just going to keep replaying these, these cycles of trauma and over and over again and re-traumatizing yourself and then the anger gets louder and it's just, um, so it's really important to find ways to work that through um, because too many good, powerful, amazing women I know are just stuck on these loops of trauma and can't get out of their own ways. Um, so I see these two tendencies, either we can live angry or we can live uh, avoiding our anger and they are both uh, sickening us. They both make us sick at some point because we are not facing it. So it's uh, the first step would be uh, just like just to recapitulate, it's, it's embracing, acknowledging, welcoming your anger because it has a reason to be there. You are not crazy, you are not hysterical, you are not diplomatic. You are just angry because something happened that deserves your attention and that needs to be taken care of. Uh, the second step I, I hear would be uh, just uh, making the change that you need to make, right? Making the changes that need to be done. And, and here is where I would involve the, the part of just working through your body uh, and uh, just allowing your body to to feel this anger it's part of the of the changes if you cannot go and change something out there go and change it inside sometimes it's just about the decision that you have to make like i won't let people uh, step on me like a mat anymore it's just a choice <laughs> and sometimes it's more uh, it's just what we need to make choices right that are, that are healthier for us and then I hear the third is letting go, but letting go not as not as a spiritual bypass, but as understanding that you, you can release and choose some pleasure and some fun and some joy, and so that you can move on into the next stage. Mm-hmm. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And 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 I think it's so important to understand for for anybody you know watching this right now is. Like this is such a this is such an oversimplified version, you know, and having awareness that like we're all coming in from different places, different intersections of identity, plural identities, and how this is gonna manifest and how it plays out is so different. You know, you and I are always talking about like our differences. You're in Mexico, I'm a white woman in the United States, like our lived experiences are so different. And so like I can't tell you how to live because that doesn't apply to your life, you know? And um and so on and so forth. So you know, keeping in mind that like this is this is a good like base. And it's not always that simple as like, okay, now it's unstable. Okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's not as simple as, you know, like, okay, like I know this three-step process and like, that's just what you need to do. Like sometimes you're going to be stuck on one part of that for a little while and it's okay if you need help, you know, that's, that's so okay. Like any of the knowledge that I've gained with this stuff, with this project has taken years of like deeply dedicated research and like just traveling and talking to so many different people reading so many books, seeing so many films, 
spending time with so many therapists and counselors and uh you know medicine workers and healers and everything whether it's like sitting with them in conversation like like this with you or like being a client also with you you know um so it's not that simple and it's 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 actually great if you need help like everybody everyone could use a supportive hand I love that. I love that you mentioned that because that is such an important topic. We need to be able to ask for help. Sometimes it's just even to your friends. Like, I notice sometimes I'm so angry about something and I don't want to hear like, oh, Homer, I'm sorry that this happened. I want to hear something like, oh my God, who do we need to punch? Yeah, you're right to be angry. Those are some motherfuckers down there. And that's all. It's like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's no, it's amazing like how far you can get with just a little bit of validation and everyone's like, ooh, don't see validation. I don't know. Sometimes like I just want someone to be like, yeah, fuck that. I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Okay, I feel great. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's so magical. Sometimes we just need somebody to say, yes, those are some assholes there. They abused you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's it. You don't really need to go and punch anybody. Just... Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to hear I'm right. That's really all I need. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay to want that validation sometimes. That's real. It doesn't have to be that deep. It's not always that deep. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you don't need to go like, I posted about the noise in my home. That's why I'm recording from a Starbucks. And, and then I was like, I got a message like, oh, but this is maybe a lesson from the universe to help you get more control over yourself. And I'm like, no, it's not a lesson. That, you're like crop not though yeah <laughs> it's probably my neighbor doing construction and like i have really bad luck right now yeah exactly <laughs> all i need to hear is somebody saying oh what a bastard yeah you're right it's a bastard okay bye and i will talk to my neighbor tomorrow with a smile on my face and no problem and it doesn't mean i'm gonna pick a fight so just this validation Yeah, exactly. No, this isn't, these aren't like your angels coming down from the fifth dimension to raise your vibration and like show you this like grand plan. Like it's fucking jackhammer. It sucks. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes it's just that and we just need somebody to say, you're right to be angry. I could be pissed as well. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That's it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like even like, even when I was coming here on my way, um, on my way back from work and I was on the phone with my sister And like in Worcester, there's this one horrible intersection rotary, like it doesn't even know what it is. Um, and I have to pass through it every time to get to my house from like basically anywhere in town. And like, inevitably, someone almost dies every time. Every time I'm going through, someone does something horrible and I'm watching them. Oh my God. So like, I, you know, I'm driving through and this one guy was on his bike and he's like, swerving through traffic on his bike, not wearing a helmet. <laughs> and he's like swerving through on his little bike. And it's like all these cars are coming from all these directions. And he's just like going, doesn't care, cutting people off. And I just like screamed out of my car. I was like, why do you want to die? Why do you want to die? And he just like looked at me and just like mouth breathed and like kept going. And I was like, ah. and I was like, so I was just like, my, my brain exploded, right? Because like for so many reasons, But I was on the phone with my sister and she was like, God, what the fuck is wrong with like with this guy? And I was like, I know, right? And then she's like, what a fucking idiot. Why does he want to die? I was like, I don't know, why does he want to die? And then it was just like over. <laughs> you 
<laughs> it wasn't like, are you okay? Like, do you want to process that? Anything? I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I don't know what the fuck is wrong. Okay, and that was it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, isn't that magic? Maybe that's all we need sometimes. It's just like, yeah, you're you're right. They're idiots. Yeah, they are idiots. Okay. <sighs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So it's knowing like what kind of medicine do you need? And honestly, like the more you work with a grounded um, with a grounded cycle of anger. Um, the more you can tap into your knowing of like, what's the medicine I re need right now, right? Like, do I need to reach out to like my therapist right now? Do I need to go to a class right now? Do I need to get myself in the shower right now and like do some breath work or whatever? Or do I just need to call like my queeniest friend and just like have a total kiki and just bitch about everything and just like, You know what I mean? Just have a total sass section session and then be done with it. You know, so it's like you get you start to know like, okay, this is coming up. What do I need? This is coming up. What do I need? What would feel good right now? And it just like honing your intuition, like knowing what emotional medicine you need gets easier and easier. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Oh, thank you for sharing this. It's so it's I think that in a very um archetypal level, all women have so many reasons to be angry. We yes. all validate each other and they say, yeah, of course we're angry. It's been thousands of years of having reasons to be super pissed. We have all the reasons to be angry. Let's validate each other and, and just move on. We need to validate, we need to process, to move through this emotion, to create the changes. And being able to move on, that is so important as women. It's an energy. It's like like just an egregor, a, a, a general energy that we need to work through. Yeah, it, it's so important, and I think it's really crucial too, right? Because like women are always told that we only get angry about a, a couple of things, right? We're angry about boys and men. We're always angry about men. Um, we're angry about like the injustices towards women in the world, right? Like all of us feminazis. I fucking hate that term. You know, we're we're angry about that. Or like, you know, if, if those of us who are parents, like, you know, it's, we're angry about our kids, you know? So it's like, we're really only allowed to be like angry at three things. Oh, and if you're like, you know, a teenager and you know, you're, you, you get to be mad at your parents. Like, you know, oh, are you a young woman who's just like speaking out? You probably have daddy issues, right? So, but like, again, like you're mad at, about a man. So it's like these three things we're allowed to be mad about. And I think it's so important for women to validate one another on the reality that we are human beings. We get angry about things beyond this. We also get angry about politics. Politics that even have nothing to do with our reproductive rights. Like we are just people in the world. We get mad about all the politics, you know? Um, we get mad about traffic. We get mad about bullshit that happened at work. We get mad, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think we need to encourage each other to encourage, I don't know, we need to support each other in the things we're angry about that aren't gendered. I think that's so important, you know? Um, yeah, that's that, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and just to finish, it could be like, uh, if you see a man that it's angry and you think he has such great leadership, why would a woman that is angry that she's been a bitch, that she's been, hysterical maybe she mm -hmm. has great leadership as well she she needs that anger to move and do the things that she needs to get done as well right yeah absolutely you know i mean i can't tell you how 
times I've been like storming around in the world because I'm a troll. And like, I'm just like, oh, pissed off. And someone will come and be like, oh, you mad about your boyfriend? Like who hurt you? I'm like, no, I'm angry because these bitches aren't responding to my emails. Like, I'm like, I have a show I'm trying to run and no one's sending me their tech sheets. That's what I'm angry about. <laughs> you know? like, oh, absolutely. About, you know? And it's part of a fire that needs to be there in order to create the stuff. Right, because when we look at a man, we're not like, oh, are you mad because your wife is upset with you? We're probably like, oh yeah, he probably had a really hard meeting today. Like, you know? Dude, are you in your dates? Maybe it's hormonal. Yeah. <laughs> right, the hormone, right, the PMS argument. That too. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. And, and we don't tell an angry man, oh, honey, cool down. So ugly when you're angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. So, yeah. Oh, I also I also recognize that I've used a lot of foul language in the video, and, and I promise that. I, I do too. This and I know a lot of these. I know a lot of these words I've used. I promise I'm using them in, as a non-gendered way. <laughs> None of this is meant to be derogatory towards. <laughs> I love. I do the same. <laughs> I do the same all the time. I use a lot of language. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty language. Yes. <laughs> so much time for this conversation. Yeah. It's so valuable to me, and I'm sure it's going to be so valuable for many women that. Feels have felt crazy or, or uh, minimize their anger or they have felt just like invalidated in their emotions. So I hope that this that this is useful for them too and that they hear it and that they feel like uh, validated by us. You are right to yeah. be angry. <laughs> yeah, about like anything you're angry about. <laughs> yeah, now you can use that anger as a super powerful tool. Just. Mm -hmm. You, you are right. You have reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there are so many of us in the world who like see that, feel that and support you. hundred percent. Yep. Thank you so, so much. Sasha, thank you for holding the space. Thank you for asking these questions. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Love you so much. Love you so much. Turn this off and then, yeah.